Welcome to the Transit Lounge. I'm your host, Chandra. As a recovering workaholic, I want to explore how you can do more of what you love without burning out. I'm on a mission to promote true well-being, the contented state of being happy, healthy, and prosperous. Through interviews with savvy entrepreneurs, authors, and industry experts, we'll share insights, inspiration, and practical tips on how you can be CEO you in the business of your life. Let's go. Hello. Welcome to this week's episode of the Transit Lounge podcast. Great to have you here and listening. Now, this week's episode is prompted by some work that I've been doing recently. There's two sort of different projects that I think have contributed to this being something kicking around for me that I wanted to share. Uh, One of them is a project where I've been going into a different workplace, I guess, to do some leadership coaching and training. And it's really interesting for me going into workplaces because I work for myself now I'm I'm out of the habit of going into a workspace and so that is interesting to see how I I don't know feel in that sort of situation what it brings up for me and the second thing which is probably more influential about today's topic is that I've been doing this project back with Nova and recently was at Nova in Perth where I used to work doing a project with them in a new capacity of what I'm doing now as a um, speaker and presenter and coach and all of those things that I do. And uh, this week have been in at Nova in Sydney, where I also used to work. And it's so interesting when I find myself going back into a place that I used to work and that was such a big part of my life. Both of those stations were very significant for me in my working career so it's really interesting when you go back into that space in a different capacity and to remember what it was like and to see how uh, I guess I was feeling being back in that space and of course I have seen people that I used to work with some of whom are still doing either the same job or they're in a different job but still within the same business And that's always really interesting for me. There's some great people that I got to see and reconnect with, which was awesome. And the environment of being in a radio station, again, it was really interesting for me to sort of see, you know, how did I feel and what was um, the buzz that I was getting or not. Uh, So it was interesting. And I guess it's probably reasonably rare that people have that situation of being able to go back to a place that they worked in so many years ago. It's bizarre when I see and connect with people that are still doing what they used to do and for me to imagine if I had not left you know wondering what my role might have been now or what my life might have looked like interestingly this month is the four year anniversary if you like it's four years since I resigned from and and left my last corporate job Now, that wasn't in radio, that was in a learning and development company, but four years ago. So often when I see or connect with people from my past employed life, sometimes people want to know, do I miss it? And especially the radio thing, I think, because people think of it as being a bit glamorous and fun and so surely that's an environment that I would miss and would I want to go back and work in that industry now? And I think for me, it's an interesting one because my first reaction is 
yeah, it's great and it's uh, a buzz and fun to go back and see the space and connect with the people and those kinds of things. And there are some really great people that I met through that time of my life. But I, I don't feel like I wish that I still worked in either of those environments, actually. Although when I let myself think about it a little bit more, it's interesting for me to be curious about, I wonder what it would be like if I worked there now, knowing what I know about myself and about human behavior, about leadership. I wonder what that would be like in that environment if I was back there. It's very unlikely that that would happen because I'm really happy doing what I'm doing now. Uh, but it is interesting that, you know, uh, I am very different than what I was back then. So I can't really say outright one way or another. Uh, a quote that comes to mind for me around looking back and thinking and, and questioning, I guess, you know, have, have you made the right decisions, etc., particularly around what you do for work, is a Byron Katie quote, which is, life doesn't happen to you, it happens for you. And I first heard that from the coach that I worked with when I was working, so probably about four or five years ago, five years ago probably now, I was worked with a coach when I knew that I was at that sort of professional crossroads moment of not being very happy in what I was doing for work, but not really being sure about what to do about it, whether I should leave or whether I tried to adjust things in the role, etc. And so she told me this quote and you know, I really loved it. But interestingly, when you look online, it's now been attributed to Jim Carrey because he uh, used it in one of his uh, or a speech that he gave for uh, a university group. So it's interesting how sometimes quotes just get attributed to the most recent person or who you heard it from. But my understanding is it's a Byron Katie quote. I'm sharing this today as a bit of a free flow kind of conversational episode because of all those reasons of, of visiting the different past work spaces and also because in that time and the sort of conversations that I have now, I'm sharing this so that if you are in a current work situation and you're feeling a bit stuck or you're feeling like you're at a point of change maybe you're unsure about exactly what that change might need to be or changing what to, but you've got that feeling, that vibe that you're suspecting that actually something has to change or you want something to change. I'm sharing this because I'm now four years down the track of quitting my last corporate job. And so I want to share with you some of the learnings and insights that I have to I guess, show you that, you know, it can be done and you can do it and you don't have to know every single step. You don't need to know it all now because when I think about what I'm doing now, there's no way either the radio me or even to a certain extent the learning and development me could possibly have imagined the sorts of things that I have done and the things that I do now for work. There's just, there's no way that I could possibly, there's probably elements of a vibe and the sorts of things that I wanted to use in terms of strengths and skills, but there's no way I could have known for sure this is exactly what I want 
to do. And yes, I love what I do, but there are challenges. There are choices to be made about what I do do and what I don't do, what I say yes to, what I turn down and how I find some kind of balance amongst all of that. So I love what I'm doing now and I also know that it's still evolving. So I want to share just some insights in case it's helpful for you if you're at a point where you feel like you want to make a change but you're not sure exactly what to. I want to share some of these insights to help you potentially get moving towards doing something, especially if it's something that's quite different from what you're doing now. So just to give some context, basically my background is I went from being very successful in radio had an early midlife crisis, as I refer to it, wanting to do something more meaningful. I had no clue what that was going to be, but I just knew that I wanted to do something else. And so I trained as a coach and I did that for a while. And then I got lonely because that can happen. We'll talk about that in one of the lessons. Uh, and I started working with a learning and development company, which was really great and combined lots of my loves and strengths and passions into one role uh, for an organization. And I loved that for quite a, a few years. And then things started getting a bit wobbly for various reasons, which I won't go into. And I wasn't happy and I wasn't well. And so I tried my first change, I guess, if you like, was I tried dropping down from five days a week to four days a week just to see whether that could alleviate a bit of the pressure. For me, that was an absolute disaster because all that happened was that five days of work got jammed into four. So that did not help me uh, mentally, emotionally or physically. Uh, so then I started working with a coach to try and help me to figure out what I could do. Now, she wasn't someone that was, you know, doing strengths analysis or helping me with my resume or anything like that she was very much about helping me remember who I was and I remember finding it very emotional because I was I was not well in terms of I had adrenal fatigue and I was really just exhausted and so I was much more emotional than I usually was but I remember her saying to me you know we've got to just get you back to remembering who you are and it was quite impactful for me of realizing how much of myself I had poured into this job and this career and that I'd kind of forgotten about what was most important to me, even just in the context of work. And as my role had shifted into a space that wasn't really feeling aligned from a values perspective, working with a coach was really helpful for me to just clarify what did I really want, what was my longer term vision and what was my plan to get there in both short medium and long term so I, I worked with a coach for a little while and got to the point where I made the decision to resign uh, to start my own business which many people thought was ridiculous because I was burnt out and you know unwell and so yeah perfect time to start my own business but in my head it made perfect sense I believed that by working for myself I have a greater sense of choice about the work that I did and when I worked and when I didn't and that if I needed to rest then I would be able to do that and I wasn't dependent or reliant on other people and they weren't dictating to me what I needed to do or where I needed to be. So that was the theory and I knew only high level what I guess I was going to go and create and one of the things that I decided 
that was something I wanted to to do or at least experiment with was what I called a hybrid model, which was that part of the time I would be working on my own business and with my own clients and part of the time I would be a freelance facilitator or consultant for other people, which would give me a sense of connection to a team and to working with people because I I knew that that was something that I didn't want to disconnect from altogether. And that has led me to what I do now and have been doing for the past four years. And even when I look back over the past four years, it's interesting for me to realize how much things have you know, tweaked and shifted and moved a little bit. And in fact, I'm going through a little bit of a refresh, shall we say, with some of my messaging and working on a new website because things continue to refine. And so today I just want to share six little insights or lessons, I guess, that I have learned or things I've observed over the past four years of leaving, quitting my last secure job and working for myself. So number one, you do not have to be able to see exactly what it is that you're going to be doing or knowing how you are going to do it. I certainly didn't. I knew elements, so I knew that the hybrid model was something that I wanted to try and experiment with. I knew that there was going to be an element of coaching, but there was a lot of questions to be explored and options to see how they would unfold. And I didn't wait until I had all of the pieces before I started to make a move. I just got to the point where I knew that it was the right decision for me and I had enough of the foundational things in place to be able to make the move. So if you're in a situation where you're feeling like you want something to change and you can't quite see it all perfectly all your ducks lined in a row then you're not alone and also that doesn't mean that you're not ready to start making some kind of move. The second little lesson or learning that I have had is that everything that you have done in your work life in your work history up until right now will help you in some way. You have done it and it will serve you in some way. So don't feel like by making a decision to do something different that it means that what you've been doing was a waste of time or a mistake or anything. There's none of that. And I continue to be amazed at the different things that I have done in different roles in my past and how they have popped up to serve me in some way. Sometimes it might be popping up as a cautionary tale because I've observed something in a a leader that I worked with that I did not enjoy or did not agree with and that has helped inform an approach that I take to a certain, certain situation. And other times it's certain learnings or experience that I've had in a very different role that I can actually now have in my toolkit and bring out to help a client who's having a similar kind of challenge. So There's nothing that you've done so far that's not going to have served you in some way to get you where you are now or that you you may be able to actually draw on in the future even though you don't know yet how that might come up. Third thing is that your network, your relationships, your connections are absolutely invaluable. It's something that I wish that I did more of earlier on 
but I think it's probably in the last year or so that I've really started realizing the value of those connections and the importance of maintaining them, especially if you are going to be working for yourself and you won't necessarily have a large team around you. That can be a big psychological shift and so it can be even more important to have people that you have in your network that you do connect with and you just want to be able to reach out to those people when you're trying to make a move into something new. Number four, especially if you're going from like I did working in a really creative environment with dynamic people, lots going on all the time, very social kind of work environment to working for yourself, by yourself, it can be lonely. I remember working with a a coaching client a a few years ago and uh, she had been coveting and dreaming about desperately excited about being able to just work from home she thought that would be the best thing ever and when she finally got to create that reality for herself pretty quickly she realized that it wasn't for her and for many people they find it very difficult to work from home even if they have a dedicated office space at home like I do because of the lack of interaction and I know for myself that If I have too many days in a row where I'm working from the home office, even if I'm having, you know, client Skype calls and things like that, if I'm working just from the home office for too long, I get a bit of cabin fever. And so I've had to realize that about myself that energetically, I like being around people, not intensively all the time, because that can be too much for me sometimes too, and I need to retreat and have my own space. But if I'm working just by myself for too long then I have you know created rules about going and working from a cafe for a couple of hours or going to the library or um, you know looking into different options of co-working spaces or you know working in an environment that's different from just being at the home office. Number five things will take you longer than you think or want them to. This I've decided is just like a universal rule or law that it often blows my mind about how much longer, you know, many things take than I think they will. I think I'm getting a bit better through experience of of anticipating some of the complexities that you don't necessarily anticipate when you first start out with something. But as a heads up for you, creating the change that you perhaps imagine and aspire to create it will potentially take you longer to achieve. And so don't wait. That's something that I see happen quite often with people that have an aspiration, they have a dream, they have a vision of, oh, what I'm going to do next. Or in the next couple of years, I'm going to go and I'm going to start my own business. And what they do is they tell themselves they still have time. And of course, you still have time. However, I would really encourage you that if there is something that you think that you might want to move to, or create one day, then get started sooner than you think you're ready for. That doesn't mean throwing everything out the window so that you start this new thing and there's nothing else you know, going on in your work life, but don't wait to get started until you feel like, oh, I've got a clean slate. And what I mean by that is don't tell yourself, what I'm going to do is I'm going to work for the next 12 months and I'm going to save up some money and get ready and then I'm going to resign from the job or finish my contract or whatever it is and then I'll start my business. 
my strongest recommendation for you is don't do that. Start the business before you finish. And I know that there's time realities that come up and all of that, and maybe that's a conversation for another episode. But get started now, especially if you want to create a lifestyle business that is not going to take full-time hours to do. If that's what you want to create, then there's no reason why you can't use hours outside of full-time hours to get started with it because it will take some time to put the foundation in place and to get some momentum and to get money coming in the door. And so don't wait until you are finished one thing before you can get started. I feel very strongly about that, as you probably have gathered from my tone of voice. Things will take you longer than you want them to, so get started before you think you need to. And number six, there's probably many more, but I just decided a handful is probably enough. Um, And so number six is you will more than likely change your mind about at least some parts of what you are going to do. And my big lesson around that is that when I first started the Transit Lounge, I had a lot of ideas, all the ideas, so much potential, and I could see the big picture and I could see all these different moving parts. And so, of course, I wanted to try and make it all happen, and that doesn't work. So the reality is that you need to be focusing in on implementing the core things, and what you choose initially may not be where you end up. And that's okay. But clarity comes from action. So you can have all the ideas, but then you need to narrow down your focus, take action to be able to experiment and get a sense of where is it that I want to go next? And you won't know until you test the water. And testing the water is you taking some kind of action. And then you respond to how does that go? How does that feel? And it's not judging that if you do something for the first time and it doesn't meet your total expectations that then that's not the thing that you should do but I think it's more about noticing how you feel about something and if doing it feels like an interesting exciting challenge or whether it does not feel good at all because if it does not feel good at all there's different reasons for that but just know that you will probably change your mind so don't procrastinate and be a perfectionist before you get started on anything because it's more than likely to change anyway. So they're my quick six little tips or lessons from the other side, four years along the road of working for myself after resigning from a corporate role. And I'm, I'm an advocate for you doing work that you love, that feels meaningful to you, where you feel like you're adding value and your work is valued and appreciated and that it supports you to create the sort of life and lifestyle that you really want. Now, whether that is you continuing to grow your career within the business and the industry that you're already in as an employee, or whether it's you going and creating your own thing, I'm not, I don't have a vested interest in either of those. I just want to support you to feel great about what you do for work and that you are appropriately remunerated and that you use what you do for for work to express who you really are and to feel like you're making a contribution so the question for you is like 
how could you get started on whatever that next step is for you? Is it a step up that you want to take in your current industry or organization? Or is it a step uh, across to something else in a different industry where you're still employed by someone else? Or is it a step out where you're going to be doing your own thing? How can you potentially get started? What's one thing? It could be a conversation that you need or want to have with someone, even just to verbalize out loud that, hey, this is sort of the direction I think I want to go next. And I haven't really talked about it with anyone, but I I want to start to explore or unpack what this could look like and to get a bit of a sense of a timeline. Maybe it's a conversation. Maybe it's you just on your own doing a bit of a brainstorm of either all the ideas of the different things that you could do or you might want to do or that, you know, if you had all the money that you needed, what would you do if that wasn't a reason to not do it? Brainstorming, get all those ideas out of your head. Maybe it's you registering a business name or a domain name if that's a direction that you want to go in. That's one little step that you could take. Maybe it's you reaching out to see uh, who could help you to get that clarity, working with a coach or doing some kind of course. What is it that's going to help you get some clarity around what you actually want next and how that can feel fulfilling and meaningful to you? So taking some kind of action to get started because as one of the lessons, learnings, is that Things will take longer than you want them to. So how could you just get started with small steps today or this week? And I would love to hear from you with anything that you maybe want to bounce ideas around or get some perspective on. Please come and say hi in the Facebook group or if you want to find out information about working with me one-on-one, doing coaching, then you can just email me, chandra at thetransitlounge.com. And we can arrange a chat to just look at your situation and figure out where to next. Well, that's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. I hope these um, learnings from the other side give you some kind of insight that will be helpful for you to get moving and get started towards whatever the next phase of your professional life looks like. I hope you have a great week. Remembering that you will get to four years from now. And the question is, when you're four years down the track from today, what is an action that you'd be really glad that you took today or this week when you look back four years from now? Hmm, interesting. Have a good week. Thanks for listening to The Transit Lounge. If you liked it, please do me a favor and leave a review so I can keep doing more episodes for you. And come and say hi in the private Facebook group, The Transit Lounge, being CEO you in the business of your life. I really look forward to connecting with you there. And until then, do whatever you can to create a future that you will love through the choices you make today.
So interestingly, this month is the four-year anniversary, if you like. It's four years since I resigned from and, and left my last corporate job. 